1: Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery.
2: Tonight, the breaking news. Tiger Woods hurt in a serious car crash. His SUV rolling over as one of the greatest golfers of all time suffers multiple leg injuries following an early morning single vehicle accident in Los Angeles. The golfing legend rushed into surgery. This brand new CBS News video of his car, 30 yards off the road, destroyed. His golf clubs laying nearby. The accident occurring just two months after his fifth back surgery. Tonight, the latest on his condition and what he told CBS Sports's Jim Nance just two days ago.
3: Final round of the Masters. You're going to be there. Gotta hope so. <laughs>
2: intelligence failure. Officials in charge of Capitol Hill security during the assault testify for the first time, blaming federal law enforcement for not alerting them to the severity of the threat.
0: These criminals came prepared for war.
2: Ready? Millions of additional doses. Vaccine makers promise to ramp up production. And the U.K. variant nearly triples in New York City, just as it welcomes back fans to arenas. The crisis in Texas continues. Millions still without safe drinking water. Many left without a place to live as food banks struggle to meet demand. El Chapo's wife arrested in the U.S. The former beauty queen is charged with helping her Mexican drug lord husband run his multi-billion dollar cartel. Why prosecutors say she's a flight risk. and Scouts honor. We're going to meet some of the first female Eagle Scouts, their inspiring journey tonight.
4: This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell,
2: reporting
0: from the nation's capital.
2: Good evening and thank you for joining us. We're going to begin tonight with that breaking news that's rocking the professional sports world. Golf legend Tiger Woods, one of the world's most famous athletes, is in a Los Angeles area hospital tonight with serious leg injuries. After the luxury SUV he was driving skidded off a California road, rolling over several times before landing on its side. The car was so badly damaged, firefighters were forced to pull Woods out through the front windshield before racing him away in an ambulance. Tonight, police say it appears Woods was traveling too fast down a steep road, and they say it doesn't look like he was using his brakes. And while sources tell CBS News the 45-year-old's injuries do not appear to be life-threatening, it is not clear tonight if the world's most accomplished golfer will play the sport he has defined for decades ever again. We have a lot of new reporting for you on the breaking news on and on tonight's other major headlines. CBS's Carter Evans is going to lead off our coverage tonight from the hospital where Woods is being treated. It's just south of L.A. Good evening, Carter.
4: Good evening, Nora. He's in the hospital behind me right now. The accident happened on a main road that connects the Ritzy area of Palos Verdes Estates to the rest of Los Angeles. Now, for locals, it's a well-known dangerous spot with a very steep section of the road and signs that warn cars and trucks to slow down.
1: The people ran off the road, Queens, TV Drive North, and Blackwood.
4: The single car crash happened just after dawn.
1: We have a rollover with someone trapped
4: golf star tiger woods was the only occupant his suv careening downhill on the wrong side of the road flipping over multiple times before landing on a hillside in an la suburb and then cross into the opposing lane of traffic hit the curb hit a tree and there was several uh, rollovers during that process emergency responders had to pull woods from a car window Authorities say the legendary golfer had multiple leg injuries, but was conscious when he was rushed to the hospital where he underwent surgery. The golfer's clubs and other personal items were taken from the scene. And late today, a crane removed the crumpled car. Woods was in the L.A. area over the weekend hosting his annual golf tournament, the Genesis Invitation at Riviera. Later, meeting up with NBA star Dwayne Wade.
3: Tiger, thank you for teaching me something. How, how good am I, or how bad am I? Uh,
4: good. <laughs> <laughs> PGA Tour pro Justin Thomas became emotional in an afternoon news conference.
0: And man, I just hope he's all right. Um, just uh, just worry for his kids, you know. I'm sure they're struggling.
4: Woods was already recovering from a series of back injuries, something he discussed this past Sunday with CBS's Jim Nash.
3: You feeling all right? I'm feeling fine. I'm feeling fine. I'm a little bit stiff.
4: This is the third car incident involving the 15-time Majors champion. In 2009, his SUV struck a tree. Soon after, revelations about infidelity emerged, losing Wood's sponsorships and landing him in rehab. And in 2017, Woods was arrested and charged with DUI when Florida police found him passed out behind the wheel of a parked
0: car. He's 45 years old, but he's really like 60 years old in, in, you know, in terms of how his body has been just kind of beaten up over the years from playing golf. And then you get into a horrific car accident like this. It doesn't bode well for the future of, of Tiger's career. Now rescue crews say Tiger identified
4: himself when they arrived and they also say the airbags deployed and that really cushioned him during the accident though they say he was not able to get up on his own. Now the sheriff's department told me they do not believe alcohol is a factor in this accident but at this point they're not ruling anything out Nora. They say it's all still under investigation.
2: Carter Evans, thank you. Let's bring in CBS Sports lead golf analyst, Sir Nick Faldo. He put the first green jacket on Tiger Woods at the Masters in 1997. Sir Nick, good to have you. How devastating is this to the world of golf?
3: Well, it's quite amazing with social media, that the, the speed of it. Absolutely all four corners of the world. You know, Australian golf is uh, all tweeting, sending best wishes. And, you know, we're all stunned. We're shocked. Um, you know, as golfers, first thing um, is Tiger's safety. Is he fine? Number one, and as Justin Thomas put it so well, he's one of his best friends. Hopefully, Sam and Charlie are fine, and his mum. They must be absolutely—you know—can't imagine what they're they're going through. Uh, and then, and then next, of course, as golfers, what does this all mean? these injury, these injuries sound very serious. Uh, you know, Tiger recovered from you know, four back surgeries, we have a rotational sport and nothing worse than your back. But I I believe I'm I'm hearing that maybe a shattered ankle again. I mean, the force that we put through our ankles as golfers um, is one of the greatest areas. So this is obviously for his health, safety, all unbelievably concerning.
2: Well, you mentioned it. I mean, he just had his fifth back surgery right before Mm. Christmas. He was hoping to be back for the master's. How difficult would it be for him to come back to the game?
3: Uh, well, very difficult. I would have thought, again, another rebuild, another. Um, he's, he's done it once or more than, more than once. I mean, to go for 11 years between you know, his last Masters win and then that 15th major, I was there with Jim Nance, of course, on that call. And, and as we described, it's probably, probably you know, one of the greatest sporting comebacks of, of all time from any sport. So Tiger, we know, can dig deep. Uh, Unfortunately, he's going to have to dig deep again. This this will be another mountain to climb, but uh, you just never know that man's determination. Maybe he'll find a way to to come back again.
2: Let's, uh, Let's hope so, Sir Nick Faldo. Thank you so much. And we're going to turn now to Capitol Hill. Today, the Senate went looking for answers into why police were so outmanned when that angry mob stormed the Capitol on January 6th. Four top officials in charge of security that day essentially said, don't blame us. We didn't know what the FBI knew about the protesters. CBS's Chris Van Cleve reports tonight from the Capitol.
1: As his officers battled for their lives on January 6th, former Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sun told senators today he was unaware of an FBI alert sent the night before, warning protesters could get violent and go there ready for war. That key raw intelligence was sent only to a sergeant in the agency's intelligence office. And so you hadn't seen
0: it yourself? No, ma'am. It did not go any further than that.
1: In the first public hearing focused on the Capitol attack, the former sergeants-at-arms for the House and Senate, the former Capitol Police Chief, and the acting D.C. Police Chief all faulted the intelligence used to prepare for January 6th. Based on the intelligence, we all believed that the plan met the threat and that we were prepared. We now know
0: that we had the wrong plan. These criminals came prepared for war. They came with their own radio system to coordinate the attack.
1: Tonight, prosecutors allege Thomas Webster, a Marine veteran and retired NYPD officer, was among the rioters. They say he assaulted a police officer with a flagpole holding a Marine Corps flag. He's one of approximately 275 charged so far. Capitol Police Captain Carnesha Mendoza was in the rotunda that day. I received chemical burns to my face that still have not healed to this day. Sun told senators during the attack he asked the House Sergeant-at-Arms Paul Irving to approve his request for the National Guard at 109. But video appears to show Irving on the House floor that. And Irving disputed Sun's account. Senator, from my recollection, I did not receive a request for approval for National Guard until shortly after 2 p.m. It took the Pentagon nearly four more hours to get the Guard on
3: scene. There was not an immediate yes. I was just stunned uh, that, you know, I have officers that were out there literally fighting for their lives.
1: Former Chief Sund acknowledged the Capitol Police had never trained for the type of attack they saw on January 6th. In fact, his department didn't even have enough riot helmets for all of its officers. He said they had been ordered, but then were delayed because of COVID, and it only started arriving the week of the attack. Nora.
2: So many new details we learned today. Chris Van Cleave, thank you. Also at the Capitol today, COVID vaccine makers told Congress the U.S. should have enough supply to vaccinate every American who wants it by the end of July. More than 44 million Americans have had at least one shot, and more than 19 million are fully vaccinated. And tonight, there are more signs that life is slowly returning to normal. Here's CBS's Nikki Batiste.
5: Tonight, a turning point for New York City, which was the epicenter of the first deadly wave of COVID-19. Fans inside sports arenas for the first time in nearly a year
2: feeling very emotional, very
5: anxious. As excited as I am, I, I have no clue what to expect. If everybody's negative and they
0: prove it, then We're doing something it's kind of like a little that. bubble if you go into a game.
5: At Brooklyn's Barclays Center, 300 people will be scattered in red marked seats after getting negative COVID test results. Movie theaters are next up. They can open March 5th. Despite the fact tonight, New York City says the more contagious UK variant has now found in nearly triple the number of new cases compared to January. Dr. Anthony Fauci says he's worried about complacency and warns masks may be necessary into
0: 2022. In order to be extra safe, We may have to be wearing masks under certain circumstances. I was not trying to scare people. I'm saying we've got to be prepared that variables are there and we could get another surge. Meanwhile,
5: despite vaccine stumbling blocks, executives from the nation's leading COVID vaccine makers signaled today a turnaround is coming.
3: We are on track to make 120
4: million doses available for shipment by the end of March. We are now targeting delivery of the second 100 million doses of our vaccine By the end of May,
5: in all, the drug makers say 140 million doses will be delivered just in the next five weeks. But there's vaccine disparity in communities that need them most—those who can't easily get to megasites or a local pharmacy. In Baltimore, a reality check:
3: people don't understand. You don't have CVS stores and giants over large sections of certain African American communities. They don't exist.
5: The New York policy allows 10 percent capacity in stadiums, so about 2,000 fans will be inside Madison Square Garden here tonight. They must have their temperatures checked and wear masks. Nora?
2: Nikki Batiste, thank you. And we learned today that President Biden and First Lady Dr. Jill Biden will head to Texas on Friday to survey the damage from last week's historic storm. Many in the state are still struggling to find food and water and somewhere to stay. CBS's Janet Shamlin reports from Houston.
5: Texas has thawed, but families like the Elsner's are frozen out of the housing market. The ceiling came down all across here. Forced to find a new rental after their pipes burst. It seems like the houses are going away as we're driving up to them in some cases. Everybody wants a home. The market was already tight. Demand skyrocketed after the storm. Prices are going up, and we're having to expand our budget and our circle of where we want to live in order to find something. Housing isn't the only shortage. There's still a tremendous need for food here. This is Operation Barbecue, and today they will hand out to people who need it more than 3,000 lunches.
0: Make sure it's all there.
5: At the Houston Food Bank, the nation's largest, they're giving out almost twice as much food per day compared to the start of the pandemic.
4: When you have an economic loss like this, with the burst pipes, the loss of food in the refrigerator, the lost income for a week, those are the families that we're overwhelmingly seeing now.
5: And as they work around the clock here at the Houston Food Bank tonight, there is news on ERCOT. That's the organization that controls the Texas power grid. Four board members are resigning. All of them live out of state.
2: Nora? That's big news. Janet Chamley, and thank you. Tonight, as the drug lord known as El Chapo serves a life sentence in Colorado, his wife is also behind bars. She was arrested Monday at Dulles Airport on charges of drug trafficking and helping to plan her husband's infamous escape in Mexico. Here's CBS's Jeff Begayes.
0: Today, the former beauty queen appeared before a judge in Washington, D.C. She is alleged to have played a key role in Guzman's bold 2015 prison break, during which a Sinaloa cartel construction crew carved out a mile-long escape tunnel under Mexico's Altiplano Maximum Security Prison. El Chapo's subsequent arrest, extradition to the U.S., trial and conviction gave his wife, who is more than 30 years younger, a platform to seek her own notoriety. She regularly attended her husband's trial in New York and also appeared on a reality TV show called The Cartel Crew. She is
3: a wealth of knowledge because she knows full well the inner workings of the Sinaloa Cartel. And that
0: may be what investigators are counting on. Jeff Begay, CBS News, Washington.
2: There is breaking news in a racially charged case in Rochester, New York. A grand jury just decided not to charge any police officers in the death of Daniel Prude last March. The case sparked nightly protests in Rochester when video emerged months later showing Prude naked and in emotional distress pinned to the ground by officers. And a tremendous explosion shook the town of Cameron, Texas today and sent a fireball into the sky when a tractor-trailer collided with a freight train that was carrying gasoline and coal. The fire burned for hours, forcing homes in the area to be evacuated. Remarkably, there are no reports of any serious injuries. It's hard to become an Eagle Scout. You have to earn it. And for the first time, a group of young women received the honor. We spoke with a group of them to learn what it means to be first.
1: I don't think any of us really thought this day would come. The
2: scouts say Eagle is not just an award, it's a state of being.
1: So for me to be a part of that first class and say that I did it, um, I'm really proud of myself and the other uh, young women that have made this rank. And
2: I think we're all role models. What is it, Katie, that you set out to prove?
3: The girls are just as capable of doing everything that boys are capable of.
2: Only 6% of scouts ever make it to Eagle. It takes at least 21 merit badges, a large service project, and a commitment to leadership.
5: As a girl, when I stepped up to leadership positions, I was often called bossy, which is a terrible thing to tell any young girl who is stepping up and trying to help out a group. Scouting taught me how to be a great
1: leader.
2: for many of these young women, scouting is part of their history.
1: My brother's eagle, my grandpa and his brother eagle, my great-grandfather, had he not been called off to go to World War II, would have gotten his eagle.
2: On Sunday, the scouts hosted an online ceremony to welcome the new group of female role models. Um,
1: eagle Scout is so much more than a medal or an award. It's an expectation and a lifestyle that you're a leader and a role model
5: to
2: your community every day of your life once an eagle, always an eagle. Sisters Lindsay and Lauren Nedrow earned the rank together. Lauren, what did you learn about your own abilities, your own power through scouting?
1: I think everyone that's in scouts has a little bit of, I want to change the world in them.
2: Aren't they incredible? Nearly 1,000 young women achieved the rank, and we are so proud of each of them. A special note about tomorrow's CBS Evening News. We're going to focus on military families and the special hardships that they face during the pandemic. A reminder, if you can't watch us live, don't forget to set your DVR so that you can watch us later. That is tonight's edition of the CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell in the nation's capital. Hope to see you right back here tomorrow. Good night.
0: If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official T-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at paramountshop.com.